I guess it's a special edition of Rue Reviews where we're going to pick apart The Flash. Um, anybody that knows me will know I will go to war and I will sit here and I will defend the DCEU all day, especially the Snyderverse. Oh, man. And I, I don't have a defense for this movie. I don't. I'm going to give it like a 7, 7.5 out of 10. And that is being super generous just because I know we're almost at a jump off point where we can leave this mess of what uh, Warner Brothers created with, with Justice League behind us. And that's basically what this movie signifies for me. Right. I... I would give it like five to six and a half myself. I thought it was all right, but not amazing. Right. So at the end of the day, like I said, it it's uh, for me, it was still, you know, a somewhat fun movie, I guess. If I take all my personal feelings out of it. But going in with the expectations that I did, and I always go in with expectations. I need to stop that. But the Flashpoint is such a... Uh, iconic storyline from the comics so for the way that this one was portrayed like the the changes that were made didn't make sense to me like um like the movie it jumps right into action right you get um you know barry having to run to gotham to clean up another one of batman's messes basically and he's kind of sort of you can get the resentment out of it where he's just kind of like, hey, I'm tired of being the fucking cleanup guy. And then there's right. the hospital scene <laughs> with the terrible CGI. Where it's like they tried to copy the whole um, Quicksilver from Days of Future Past scene. Like in a funny way of like he's running so fast that he can literally move so slow to do this and do that. And... We have a bunch of babies falling out of a building, and they decide to call it a baby shower, of all things. Um, that right there. <laughs> baby. <laughs> the oh, CGI is fucking horrible on it. They just look like floating baby dolls. Like it's it's terrible. Um, uh, I mean, okay, I I disagree a little on the CGI. Really? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because the... I think, like, Go ahead. I think, like, the, uh, some parts I think it was, like, intentionally bad. Like, kind of like a comic book, kind of. <laughs> intentionally bad. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was a stylistic choice. It had to be. Because there were a lot of people who got to see an early screening of this movie at um, CinemaCon or whatever. And they were super excited for the movie, but that was hinged on the fact that they thought it was still in production and that the CGI wasn't finished yet. So they're like, oh, when, boy, when this is cleaned up and this is finished, it's going to be amazing. And then they see it again and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> although that is still the same. <laughs> so the, that whole, and it's, it's not just some shoddy cgi it, it, it it's throughout the the it, whole movie oh I you saw some people leave 
This is the first movie that I can honestly say, because normally I won't get up. I will hold. If I got a pee, I will hold it until the end of the movie. It doesn't matter if the movie's three hours. This is the first movie that I felt confident in getting up to go pee and that I wouldn't miss anything that was important. Uh, you know, when I'm out, oh, wait, you're, you're breaking up really bad, bro. Uh-oh, I don't hear much of anything. Hello? Yeah, Hello? yeah, that's better. You, you can hear me? Okay. Yeah. Some, there's some bad internet areas around here. Gotcha. And I'm driving. I don't think this movie was It's you're still yeah. break you're still breaking up. How about now? Uh that's better. Okay. I think like the movie wouldn't would have been a lot better or I would have like viewed it a lot better if it came out like right after Justice League or Wonder Woman. That's almost what I was saying too that not only was it disappointing for what we were expecting or at least what I was expecting um it should have came out before a lot of a lot of the other movies. Honestly, because um yeah, the I, well, it couldn't have happened before Justice League because he has the, you know, Justice League members in there. So it, it couldn't have happened before Justice League. But I don't know. Like, the timing is, is hella off in it. Um, like, just to give anybody that hasn't or doesn't plan to watch it, like, a an idea of where things take a turn from the original Flashpoint is Barry's dad has his appeal coming up and Barry's getting all nostalgic about his mom and his dad being framed for the murder and he goes and visits his old house and he gets all emotional and he starts running and in in his emotion I guess he enters the Cronable where he is able to time travel through the speed force and that's where the most of the CGI that's bad takes place but that's here nor there I will say though that I do appreciate the fact that where the part where he's running and he gets ready to stop it's like all sands so it's kind of like signifies the sands of time other than that like it was okay um, and this is where he realized he can go back in time because he goes back into the middle of the baby shower I, I was actually kind of hoping they were gonna undo the uh, 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 Zod fight with Superman and then like well they, they kind of as a re reoccurring character kind of I guess if that makes sense like what? as a villain oh you mean like save Zod yeah and then like have him for future movies because that, that's initially what I thought they were going to do with the whole thing it would have made sense but again, they're getting rid of the DCEU, so they have to get rid of all the actors. I get that. And I was okay with getting some finite closure to some characters. But the main character everybody wanted to get rid of was Barry. 
<laughs> oh, poor, poor Flash. Um, so, in uh, after so discovering his time travel, Barry realized, you know, oh, I can, I can go back and I can, I can change things. And he talks to Bruce, the Ben Affleck Bruce, by the way. Um, I'm gonna call them by their actor names because there's multiple Batmans in this movie. Um, and Bruce kind of advises him, like, don't do that shit. You, you've seen time travel movies. You're a smart guy. You know what fucking happens when you change things. The, the butterfly effect happens. And so Barry is, is, uh, having a chat with Iris and he comes across this epiphany that he can change things as long as he doesn't talk to anybody or anyone in that timeline. And then what what happens is fucking chaos after that is what happens. And at that after that point, after he goes back and he saves his mom, he just randomly on his way, I guess, back to his own timeline, he stops off at his 18th year on the day he's supposed to get his powers specifically, which is weird. Like an oddly specific date to choose to... Um, admire his handiwork as far as saving his mom and you get like what maybe 30 45 seconds of him just like oh i did the right thing this is this is totally worth it and then he sees the other version of himself and instead of just like disappearing or whatever he goes and confronts <laughs> he goes and confronts himself <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense the whole point of going and changing shit by not talking to anyone was so that you didn't affect yourself in that timeline and he does it anyway so then um, then um he realizes that that young barry is on the track to not get his fucking powers which means you know current barry um won't be able to get home so he's gotta he's gotta take young barry to to go get his powers so that he can effectively have powers to get home with, supposedly. Only, he doesn't go home. Because he gets his powers well, taken. <laughs> I, I do have an explanation for why he's, like, he doesn't make the best decisions. Well, clearly. Well, okay, so my, well, you remember the line where they said the Justice League doesn't have the best uh, mental health care? It's probably because... Yeah, if they had better mental health care, Barry would not make such bad decisions. <laughs> Duly noted. Let's let the HR reps know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's just terrible decision after terrible decision after terrible fucking decision in this. And it never gets better. And, and they frame Barry as as um, if if the younger version of him comes off as obnoxious and annoying, it's supposed to because he was obnoxious and annoying when they met him in Justice League, and he had to kind of grow up. So they're forcing current timeline Barry to be a mentor to his younger self, and he even is annoyed by himself. So like he's supposed to be forced into this mentorship. Where he's the one that have to make the smart decisions, and he still doesn't make them. That is that is the part I find fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think, I think a lot of it is probably Gunn's decision making as a producer. 
if if he's not on any future DC movies in the future, I think they'll do better because I feel like he's he tries to copy Marvel's kind of comedy action style too much for DC. Well, that's that's what the Warner Brothers regime was was kind of pushing for, and then they realized that that DC needed somebody that was just in charge of Marvel. I mean, DC movies like the the Kevin Feige for DC to oversee things. That is what Zack Snyder was supposed to be when they got rid of him. And then they brought in, um, oh, fuck, what was the guy's name that calls so much shit about the Justice League? I can't remember it now. Um, you know what? James Scott someone else. No, it was, it was definitely someone else. He was, uh, he's from fucking... He did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, for whatever reason, his name is escaping me right now. But yeah, he um, he did the first Justice League movie. I mean, oh, not uh, not Justice League, the first Avengers movie. Oh. Hold, fuck. You know what? I, I, I think <laughs> somebody's gonna be mad at this. Like somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, what a DC fan! If you don't know this." Oh, uh, you know what? I bet they liked this Flash movie and gave it a 10 out of 10 then. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Joss Whedon. I, I don't know why I forgot his name. But, uh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when they fired Zack Snyder from Justice League, they brought in Joss Whedon. They were like, hey, lighten up the movie. Let's make it more like Avengers. Yada, yada, yada. So they added a lot more jokes and humor to it in a movie that didn't really need the humor. And the humor that was there kind of fit the bill. Which is why fans, you know, rallied and demanded the Snyder Cut be released. Um, that's here nor there. But that has nothing to DC do with Flash. Universe doesn't really mesh well with a whole kind of light-hearted comedy route, though. Exactly. That is... I mean, and if they wanted to change that, why didn't they just do a one-off universe? I mean, there's there's, there's a fucking multiverse, for Christ's sake. Like, just, just create a, a one-off situation. And now they're to the point, they're like, oh, one-offs are, are a great idea. That's why we're doing the Joker and the Joker 2. Okay, well, why didn't you think about this five years ago? Or ten years ago, however right. long it was. Um, but no, they wanted to jump straight into a fucking ensemble movie when they weren't ready for it. They hadn't given the origins of the Justice League yet. And it's just terrible decision-making on Warner Brothers' behalf. Now we're down to, I see James Gunn is like trying to fix it. And I have some faith that eventually he'll get it right. I don't know when. This wasn't it though. This was not it. Yeah. Um, because at by the end of the movie, we're left with the fact that we're most definitely going to see Ezra Miller again. There's no two ways oh. about it. The way it left off, we're getting Crisis on Infinite Earths. He created... The, the the time paradox that fucked up the multiverse. He was just creating multiple timelines, and somehow he was able to fuck up multiverses crashing in on each other, which is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Okay. I don't... How does someone... Honestly, I think this is because DC is trying to copy Marvel too much instead of just doing their own thing. They see Marvel's success, so they want to copy it. But I mean... Like... That's very much true. I mean, they do have a lot of perpendicular, like, uh, uh, storylines that kind of follow each other, and they both release them at different times. So as far as, like, copying the story arc as for multiverses and things like that, 
I think that's just over around a thing that exists in comics altogether. But DC is like, oh, they're trying to play catch up too too much instead of building a good foundation and and building it from the ground up like Marvel did. They're they're trying to jump in like, oh, we have the best heroes. Yes, you do have the best heroes. I'll, I'll thoroughly admit that any day of the week. But um, they didn't lay a foundation to to keep these heroes going for another 10 20 years like marvel had a plan like for a fucking a 40 year plan yeah marvel had what first it was spider-man and then it was um captain america iron man like they built it up over like decades yeah yeah they uh well it was iron man was first not spider-man then hulk then um Captain America, then Thor, yeah. then we got an you know, ensemble. Kyle... What is it? And came out before uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. No, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man came out when they had, when it was still on Fox, and it doesn't, it wasn't part, so it wasn't part initially of the the cinematic universe because we we before that we got Blade and we got X-Men, but they're technically not part of the MCU. Uh Okay, that so, makes sense. So. so technically, the first Spider-Man movie for the MCU was uh, Homecoming with Tom Holland. Ah, okay. Okay, but, that makes more sense. Because I wasn't sure because they included uh, Toby in the expanded universe now, so I didn't know if they were counting that. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they are counting it as canon as far as perpendicular timelines that exist. So Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man still exists in... in in one of their timelines, and Tobey Maguire still exists, but the the actual canon six one six universe, um, that is Tom Holland. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Then. But I mean, what? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna ask, like, what do you think DC is gonna do from here? Because it seems like they don't have a plan really. <laughs> It really don't look like it. I know we're still getting Aquaman too. Um, I'm assuming changes will be made there. That's probably how they're gonna get rid of uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Amber Heard. So they'll probably be like, you know, the Barry changed the timeline, so now we have a new uh, Mira. So, um, right. That allows them to effectively get rid of her without without causing too much trouble. Um, but man, they just completely undid the Snyderverse in this movie, and that's what's so bad about it. Like, we're revisiting <clears throat> the events from the Superman Man of Steel movie, and we have no Man of Steel. We have Kara, who has been held prisoner underground without sunlight since she's landed on earth so roughly 20 25 years because that's how old superman was when man of steel took place um and so she has no hope in humanity and somehow she gains hope in uh, humanity in, in like 10 minutes <laughs> five <laughs> ten minutes it comes back to try to save the day but um just like barry's parents dying and bruce's parents dying Zod has to be stopped by Superman. If there's no Superman to stop Zod, there is you it, Zod doesn't get stopped. So essentially like I feel like the universe that they left like 
to go back when he went back and he changed the timeline again. Um, I think it's still, uh, to me, it's still, Zod still effectively wiped out the Earth. Because there was, yeah. there was no beating him without a Superman, and they didn't have a Superman. But I, I think Zod is an underrated villain. He is. Um, but one thing that really irritated me about it is when we get to the end, you think Barry has finally learned a lesson about letting things go. And sometimes there are fixed points in times that you just have to let be. You can't change it. It affects the way everybody, you know, it defines you eventually. Batman learned how to accept that in both timelines. Right. Barry still changed some shit before he went home. He still fucking changed shit. He moved the fucking tomatoes to the top shelf and he exonerated his dad. And now we got a third suit of fucking Batman at the end of it. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking Honestly, crazy. I, I knew a lot of kids in school like Barry and they're not doing so well now. So Barry should be lucky that he's a superhero. Right? Um, so, yeah, we, we don't, we don't know what happened with young Barry's timeline because, you know, older Barry still hadn't learned his fucking lesson and he still changed some shit. We do know that current timeline Barry has, has effectively fucked the future up because now we don't have Ben Affleck anymore. We have effectively went back to George Clooney for whatever reason. And then during the... (laughs) Don't even get me started on the whole the whole segment where the multiverses are starting to collapse on each other. We get fucking Tim Burton Superman for no reason at all. Nobody ever wanted to see Nicolas Cage in a Superman suit, and I don't care who you are. <laughs> I won't lie. I kind of <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. I don't mind it. Like, I I know somebody right now that's like this bitch, this fucking bitch, because they are huge, huge Nicolas Cage fan. But no, we you, never wanted you, that. We didn't want it. Are you telling me you don't want Superman making crazy ass faces while fighting crime? Most definitely don't. Most definitely don't. We we can call him like. And the fact that Joker, he had, and the fact that he had the long hair, only he was giving me the the fucking con air. <laughs> it was like you snatched a motherfucker from con air and threw him in a Superman suit. And no, I, I know it's the same actor. I'm not I'm not an idiot. I'm saying like the whole look of his character looks straight out of con air. Like it was it was bad. Like, why couldn't we revisit any of the TV? And why we didn't revisit Grant Gustin's Flash? Because Ezra Miller's Flash visited the show, like, at some point. That's where he got his name. He wasn't even called The Flash until he met Grant Gustin's Flash in in the TV timeline, in the Arrowverse timeline. Right. But yeah, it's it's really bad, and I, the only thing I can say is is Crisis on Infinite Earths is coming, and after that we can we can get rid of this f- fucked up mess of a situation we're in. That's that's where I'm at. Hire hire us on B two R two to write the next uh, <laughs> DC universe. We'll get it right. I mean, we don't have to write it, but we can definitely give a, a nod of approval and tell them what to change when something's bad. Yeah. 
somebody somewhere should have been a fan of the flash that was working on this fucking movie that said no let's not do that and like Honestly, i said i don't think I, I don't think they put fans on these in these boardrooms i think it's just like people who see what other companies do that's successful who actually probably do have fans working on it and then they're like oh yeah let's do what they did well that's that's the problem because they had a fan working on the dceu when they had Zack snyder and they effectively right. terminated him for for having a fucking family emergency he he filled his job to the best of his he could until he was like, hey, I need some time off. And they're like, oh, don't worry, take all the time you need because now we have Joss Whedon. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up to do, though. It really, it really was. But that's, I mean, that's not even what I'm getting into. And now that I want, now that we're outside of the movie itself, how is it that we, we don't get Ben Affleck back? They're probably going to get rid of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, we, we'll probably never see another Shazam movie. Um, Aquaman's probably the last time we'll see Jason Momoa. And they got rid of Henry Cavill for absolutely no reason. Now, this motherfucker, he doesn't cause any problems anywhere. You only ever hear good things about Henry Cavill. When's the last time you heard anything bad about him? On the other hand, Ezra Miller has been charged with breaking and entering, throwing a fucking chair at a woman, uh, there's a video of him slapping the shit out of somebody in a nightclub. And then, then there's this, all these things about him, or them, them, um, being, like, starting, like, a cult, almost. And grooming a cult, almost. I, I don't know where that sits. At some point, I was following it for a while, and then it just got too wild, and I was just like, ah, oh, there's no way. Um, DC's gonna keep Ezra Miller on the payroll if all of this shit's happening. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Marvel was over here just effectively wiping Jonathan Majors off of its whole roster. And meanwhile, DC is like, hey, we're gonna get rid of everybody but our problematic actor. Ezra Miller must have some, like, dirt on the producers of I, DC or I don't know what the fuck happened. Um... Did he do a good job doing a dual performance? I'll give him that. I'll give him his flowers for that. I didn't feel emotionally connected to him over the whole situation with his mom. He did shed some tears. It did feel a little bit uh, real for a moment or two, but like it wasn't enough to carry the movie. It was not enough to carry the movie. It really wasn't. If this movie hadn't have had a Batman and a Supergirl in it, this movie would have flopped. Big, I mean, it's already flopping considering the sales, but um, it it would have I mean, it would have dropped tremendously. Like it would have been a two to a four to most people. And to add on to what you were saying, like he is, I don't know, for a lead actor, he's the most obnoxious and annoying lead characters I've ever seen. Like he's he's the worst parts of every Big Bang Theory character times like a hundred <laughs> uh, let's not bash he's, the he's unbearable and he wears most like the ugliest flash uniform i've ever seen i mean this one it's is not as bad as the justice league one i'll say that this one is not as okay. bad as justice league okay that's too far okay this movie personified 
is the most offensive stereotype of all humanity. Like, if aliens <laughs> saw this movie, they would wipe us out because of it. I mean, that's exactly what Zod was doing, and technically he is an alien, so I, like, I get you there. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm being too harsh, but like... No, no, I mean, really, you're not, in a way, because you're not emotionally connected to the DC Universe as I am, and so you, you gave it a score based on what you know and what you like. I tried to save it with a score <laughs> to help it, and it, it still didn't do the job. Like, I, I mean, mean okay. the highest I, I can I go blame, is a 7, but really it deserves a 6. I, I blame most of it on the writing and the production side of it, mostly. Like, Ezra Miller, or whoever the... I forgot the lead actor's name. I think it's Ezra Miller, whoever yeah, it is. it is. He, okay, he's... He's not good, but he's not terrible. But, like, the movie for me was bad because, like, I thought the writing and, like, the overall story was kind of fumbled pretty heavily. Honestly, I think we deserved a Flash movie before we got Flashpoint. It didn't yeah. necessarily have to be an origin story, but we needed some former fashion of a flash movie to like lay down the the foundation before we could get into him changing the timelines and what it meant and all that i think they the timeline that that warner brothers has set up is, is horrible horribly off we should have gotten an early flash movie probably before justice league honestly because i feel like flash is probably the yeah, I would say he's probably the fourth most important character. You know, you have the Trinity. You you have to have Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. They're, they're top in the Justice League. But I think after that, it, it's Flash and then Green Lantern. I, don't, I think Green Lantern does more important stuff than Flash. I never really read Flash comic books, though, so I don't know. But, like, Green Lantern deals with problems way worse than... Oh, I mean, I it definitely deals Flash with... Is bigger problems but there's also a whole Green Lantern core so you have an army yeah. of people who have the same powers whereas Barry is a one-off version of himself in every universe that's true but they're also fighting like an evil version of the Green Lantern core too well, so that's also like true so they're also army, fighting so. another army yeah or multiple yeah. armies broken down by whatever ring they they possess but that's here nor there. We'll 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 deal with the <laughs> lanterns eventually later. I, but I, I don't think we're gonna get to the lanterns until Galactus. Wait, Galactus, Galactus is not DC. DC. Galactus is Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Never um, mind. I don't know. After Crisis, they can they can you know basically go to whatever franchise they want to, and they they've done Batman, Superman to death. Um. They're probably not even going to fuck with Wonder Woman for a while. After Crisis, they're probably not going to fuck with Flash. So, that, so that, that's the move I see them making in the future is is uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Well, well who do you think they're going to have as, like, uh, for the villain for uh, Green Lantern, then? It depends on which Green Lantern they have. And if they have multiple Green Lanterns, then it will probably be an entire... Um, it'll probably be the War of Light storyline. 
But I feel like that would be jumping the gun, so they probably need to revert to another origin story, or at least a half origin story, to remind people. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have minded if they, I wouldn't have even liked just the Flash movie before this one, but like, if they do it with Green Lantern, I think they could do it with Flash, but like maybe even like a series just to. Well, I think that is the plan is to have it on HBO Max as uh, the Lantern Corps. And in that one, I mean, they can explore multiple uh, storylines, but I'm eventually the big, the big story will probably be the war of light where all of the, the Lantern Corps have to team up or go against the others. Makes sense. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, overall, though, like, movie isn't bad, but not very good either. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely somewhere between a... (laughs) Depending (laughs) how much of a DC fan you are, it's somewhere between a 5 and a 7. Yeah. Like, if if I was to explain it to someone who doesn't like DC, think of it like you're a broke college student, and you you don't have you want to get really fucked up, but you don't feel like cooling down your beer, so you'll drink warm beer. Oh you no, that's it. like hot beer and cold you pizza. Hate it. <laughs> yeah, hot beer, cold pizza. You hate it, but you'll do it just to get fucked up because you know you want to get fucked up, but you don't enjoy it. But at least you're like getting fucked up during it, you know. So like that's some good of it. So that's right. how I would explain it. Yeah, I was going to say, it definitely it gets us to the point we need to be, but it's not an enjoyable ride. Yeah, <laughs> basically. 